Welcome to RCL episode two, the USA episode. Mitch and Mike, what's going on, Mitch? Uh, nothing. I got pretty sunburned at Arrowhead today. Uh, bought some aloe at Walgreens. Did, I got some weird thing going on. Who'd yeah. you play with at Arrowhead? Uh, I played with Matt Littner, uh, Ben Ross, and the Venus, Brian Lemonager. Okay. And what were the numbers across the board? You know, Matt shot pretty well. I don't know what he ended up with. I think probably about an 81, 82. He did go with an 18. Uh, I don't know what Squid ended up with, but he played pretty well throughout the day. Probably mid-90s. Still have that grunt thing going on, likes the ball, grunts. Yeah, like... you know, he needs to learn how to how to read his own putts. And he also needs to work like work on like shot etiquette. He just kind of likes to shoot whenever the fuck he wants to. And I'm a ready golfer. I get that. But when you're 20 yards in front of me, you know, maybe just maybe just wait. And how did you play today, Mitch? Uh, I was up and down. Uh, I can't get off a tee box. My driver sucks. Except for a few shots. Um, sand game was great. Putting was good. Wedge shots were all pretty good. I I suck at golf though, so I don't know. I'm I'm frustrated. Well, what'd you fire? What was the number? I didn't even. Look, what the folks at home want to know is what was the number? I think it was like fifty six in the front, and then I think I was like three over, three five on the back, and then I think I blew up. To finish with? I don't know. I I seriously didn't didn't keep score on 17 and 18. And unlike Sean Fagan, which you'll hear more about in the episode. Sean is a call-in, one of our first call-ins for the uh, season. We've got Sean and Kyle Wardwood, big surprise. Gorg and Fagan do call in tonight, so it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a great episode. Sean provided some good uh, – there, there's controversy uh, in, in the Team USA camp. I just don't – you know, I, I don't know who to – I wouldn't say it's in the camp. I think it's something else. Mitch will get into that later. Well, if you have somebody in the camp that's falsifying scores, I think that that's in the camp, right? I mean, I'm not going to say it was falsifying scores. It's all news to me. I don't know. What I will tell the listeners at home is I fired a 48 on the front today and a smooth 40 on the back. So uh, the game got dialed in, took a while. According to my whoop, shout out whoop, I only got four hours of sleep last night, so it took me a while to kind of bounce back. Shout out whoop. Uh, but yes, after the first nine, I was electric. Also, quick quick shout out to uh, Team Europe's captain Mark Miller. Um, oh, the Miller officially episode. legally getting married yesterday. Congratulations, Mark. Uh, we'll see you next year at the real thing. Mr. and Mrs. Miller, congratulations. Mrs. Miller, congrats. Uh, rumors not confirmed yet, but Bruno Mars may or may not have been in attendance at the small ceremony yesterday. Uh, we don't know. Also, shout out Tommy Cause. Great speech. Tom, I'm sure you're going to listen to this at some point this week. Yeah, uh, electric speech. Ben Ross, going to be his own calling to give a run out of the picture. Send me a copy. i got a best man speech to give next year. So. I might be live right now. Oh, we are live. <laughs> are we really? We're live. How are Hang you? on, let me step outside. Welcome to the program, Sean. You're on RCL Rudder Cup Live, episode two, the USA episode. Yeah, tell Chloe I said suck with all my DMs. <laughs> Hang on, I'm stepping outside right now. Sean, what did you do today? How was your weekend? Uh, today we uh, went to a, a brunch rooftop bar. And then uh, kind of just been sitting watching Netflix since. Lovely. What do you guys watch on Netflix? Uh, I kind of I started the first episode of The Avatar. Oh, that's gay. All right, next topic. Um, so, Sean, just a quick little segment here with you. <laughs> Why don't you give us a little uh, little recap on how your game's going currently? Uh, the game's going. I've been playing a, a decent amount. Um, 
I'm excited to get back to the uh, the Great Lakes area and play some of those good courses up there. Yeah. Uh, the, the public course scene down here is okay. Uh, it's it's nothing special. It's like once you get away from the Chicago public courses that are incredible up there, you really you really realize the difference. Yeah. Do you play more on the Missouri side or the Kansas side? Is there a difference in Missouri and Kansas golf? Is the grass better on one side? Yeah. Is it, blue, uh, is it bluegrass honestly, on one side? Honestly, you can kind of tell a difference. It depends. Uh, it's kind of like in Iowa. Uh, if you get oh, kind of far out of town, you get more in the country areas. Um, it's kind of like better out there. Just it's. I mean, it's more. God's, uh, country. God's country. Yeah, it's God's country. So some of them are a little better when you get more further out, but. Shout out to God. I mean, honestly, like, there's nothing like the Chicago suburbs courses. Sean, you guys played Arrowhead the other day, right? Uh, we played it today. Or today? Yeah, it was hot. I lo- I like that course. Yeah. I've, I've never played. I played the Oak Brook Golf Club today. Oh, I shot Luke's, like yeah. shit, but I shout out Matt Littner. I did outdrive Monty. Hit like a 270 tee shot. Out drove him into the wind uphill. I mean. As my only shot of the day, I probably lost him by about thirty something strokes. But <laughs> wait, Mike, Mike, why why did you say at eight fifteen is when? Oh, I was gonna see if you could uh, go live at that time. We just took. Oh, I was, right, I was ready to go live. We're squeezing you now. Where, where are you guys at right now? We're at Mike's apartment. We're in the studio. We're in the studio so, here in the Ukrainian <laughs> village. What's your what's your like microphone microphone game like? Oh, uh, it's the iPad Pro. It actually, you know, shout out <laughs> Apple might shout be a future sponsor. Yeah, I don't know. We talked to Steve. Oh no, uh, we talked to Tim, Tim Cook. Cook. Shout out Tim Cook. Uh, <laughs> Tim Apple. The hey, do I get paid is... for being? Do I get? Don't you get paid to be on podcasts? Yeah, uh, we're gonna send you your check. So just send <laughs> us your address. We'll make sure. It gets what's out. my? Uh, do you, Do I need to drop a promo or something? Or it's thirty eight cents. <laughs> that's all we can give you up from our sponsors so all right <laughs> yeah hey i'm getting excited though it's a couple weeks away baby yeah it, it is. is a couple weeks away so sean uh we got your current state of the game want to ask you another quick question what do you think about the venue change i have not played grand geneva i i mean i i like geneva national uh we've played it what four or five times now yeah it's year six so yeah, year six yep I uh I have not played Grand Geneva so but I've heard good things. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I've never uh, played it either. I, that's I, the I, least honestly that's the least excited someone's going to be about. <laughs> like I haven't played it. I don't what do you what do you expect? I, I don't know, just something. Like <laughs> And Sean, we've got you here. Now Mitch has a question for you. I'm in the dark on this. I'm actually unfamiliar. Yeah with where this is coming from i don't know i'm completely in the dark but mitch has a question not a vendetta but maybe just a question <laughs> yeah that sounds hostile yeah no i don't mean to railroad you here but thanks for joining us uh heard controversial score postings in two separate group means uh <laughs> i heard you shot an 88 and one and maybe an 84 I, I, I know where you're going with this well, one. if you know where i'm going with it then just you know if you want to clarify it and, and clear the air on on your scoring because now do i trust any of your scorecards on the course do i trust your scores on the grins? <laughs> i mean i'm just confused you know it was an 84 if i gave myself a par on 17 and 18 because i had to leave to go to a wedding so um, it was an 84 if you gave yourself a par on 17 and 18 and you yeah. were just feeling generous enough to give yourself pars. You know what? Maybe Fagan, maybe they happen to be the 17th and 18th handicap holes in the course. I doubt it. Right? You want, you want, you want to just settle in the middle and let's just settle on an 86. 
I sure unless I mean I've seen you fuck up off the tee, but yeah, that's fine. I'll, I, sure, you, so you're officially reporting an 86 on that round. I, am I going to get a uh, Grant notification on that? I do not have Grant. I'm trying to convince some of my friends down here to get Grant, though. So you're convincing other people to get Grant, but you don't have Grant. Yes. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, garner some, uh, get get a group to go, and so we can put it together. Mike, you should buy a Tesla. I don't have one, but you should buy one. Hey, I need to know uh, the whoop. Oh, oh because I am dangerously close. I'm I'm dangerously close to getting one. One of our top sponsors uh, right now is Whoop. It's the athletic. Yeah, they seriously are. Yeah, they? we, me and Mike are going to do a segment here later, or maybe before, depending on how we edit this up. Um, going over our Whoop stats. Uh, I mean, I think they should sponsor this podcast because at this point, I think you guys have convinced a lot of people well, to sign hey, on, if right? If Sean, if you're looking at it, you go ahead and you, you text me. I'll send you a code. So I get a month free. Of <laughs> my my, my end's already sent me the snakes in the grass. Already sent me a promo code. That's just good marketing. I've uh, I've got the Miami band with the white clasp, and my sleep score sucks. I had four hours of sleep last night. I honestly thought it was Marissa's at first. Well. Marissa, maybe we'll get a whoop one day, but in the meantime, it's just Mike's Miami. Whoop. So. Marissa, if you need a discount code for whoop, you let me know, okay? Thank you. All right, Sean, appreciate your call into RCL. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Hey, I'm always down to uh, co- to, to contribute to the content, boys. Is anyone else going to call into this? Uh, yeah, Kyle Wardley <laughs> actually just called in. We're doing more of a team. No yeah, we're way. doing more of a Team USA night tonight, and then next week we'll do a Team Europe. Um, and then I believe, although I'm sure some listeners like Mick Parlin will say, yo, Team USA episode, didn't you ask me to call him, what the but you know, yeah. we'll just, you know, move on, and move on. I just tried to call Matt, he didn't answer. All right, guys, I, I appreciate giving me the opportunity to hop on, uh, promo code whoop, promo code for 30% off, RCL, 100% off, team whoop. RCL, when's, when's this one getting posted tomorrow? tomorrow? Uh, we'll see what our editing team has in store for the next day, but yeah. the, their goal is tomorrow. I thought you guys furloughed all those. No, no we took them back no, off. We got a PPP we're all remote. <laughs> loan or PPP loan. We got a loan from the government. <laughs> we're remote. You guys got, lo- you guys yeah, got a loan? You got loans, bro. All right. Well, I appreciate you for having me on. All right, Sean. Have a good night. Tell Chloe to say hello. We'll listen to this tomorrow. Good. I, I, I tell Chloe to say hello. See you, boys. So, big week in Rudder. Maybe the biggest week we've had since the inception of Rudder. Uh, it was talked about for years, and now it's finally happening. There is a venue change. We are leaving Geneva National, going to the Grand Geneva. We're playing the Brood in the Highlands, of course, that I personally have never played either one. Uh, I don't think many USA players have played either course. I feel like there's a little bit of a contingency within the European Union that has played it more. Uh, but otherwise, a lot of excitement for the new course. I feel like everyone was pretty fed up with Geneva National, we're very excited to go to the Grand Geneva. Shout out to our sponsor, Geneva, Geneva National. National. Thank you for sponsoring this episode. I hope you but guys don't hear this one. Hope you don't mind our episode, but we, we in fact are excited for the Grand Geneva. Thanks for the, yeah, thanks for the money. Um, yeah, so the, 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 the course change, the venue change, was all because of Geneva National's unwillingness to really step up and, and give us a better deal. They're trying to charge us two twelve for a round this year. They suggested that if we wanted better tee times, we could play Trevino twice, um, which is ridiculous because, like, they, they were going to give us 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. tee times. They wouldn't offer us at least twilight tee times for that afternoon round. 
um, to at least like cut the cost somewhere. And if we were going to play Trevino twice, they wouldn't give us the replay rate. So uh, shout out Geneva National sponsor, but also your new management team is brutal. Um, so we took our money and we're going elsewhere. Grand Geneva giving us bag tags. They're, they're happy to have us until geese. As a Team USA member, I, I feel like I'm speaking on behalf of Team USA to say that we are thrilled to leave Geneva National. We are excited for Grand Geneva. Right. Uh, we think it's a better course from what we hear. Obviously, never played there, but very excited for the new venue. I feel like it's only a matter of time now before McParland can find something else to complain about. I don't know what it's going to be, but be I, 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 I'm excited. Well, actually, shout out McParland. We just called you to try and get you on this episode, but you didn't answer. So, so peace. I uh, hope you're ready to play this year. Now, Mitch, have you played Grand Geneva before? I've played the Brute Course once, and I played that in like May of this year. And how'd you fire? I shot a 98 at Brute. Um, and, I mean, it's a tough course. I think it was one of the first rounds for me of the year. Describe it in 30 seconds. Water, sand, links. What do you got? It's, they just have water positioned in all the right places. I think off of, uh, off of one, there's a creek that runs right through it, so you really got to... You really got to know if you're going to hit iron or drive off T. I believe it's nine coming up. There's water on the left side, huge water. The green is really tough at nine. It's, it's, I mean, it's like, you know, th- undulating and there's like three levels to it. If you miss the putt, it's going like 50 feet past towards the water. Um, on the back nine, it's beautiful. Uh, 16, 17, 18, that home stretch there are great holes. You have water around it, but it's not place where you're going to hit it unless you know you are somebody like uh, i saw ben ross at the water a lot today oh no oh no don't know, don't don't tell ben but i know squid well, i know Littner, i know Littner likes hitting in the water on 18 or going at least ob on 18 oh a little shade little so, shade uh i'll probably hit every single piece of water on the course dude i fucking suck but yeah, I mean, Brute's a great course. I don't really know anything about Highland, but it's a golf course, and people will play golf on it, and we will play 18 holes there. So it'll be, it'll be nice. I heard it's like, uh, it's like a really good course, and that's all I have. Well, I hope the Cran Geneva's ready for an MTC chant on the 18th, or rather the 37th. And now it is time that we welcome in a very special guest to the program, a fan favorite, a family favorite, certainly a family favorite, a girl's best friend favorite, Kyle <laughs> Gorgulit. Gorgulit. Welcome to the show, Kyle. How are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, absolute shots in the dome there right off the top, Michael. Uh, it hurts, but I will rub it off and I will move on. I'm happy to be here on RCL. Uh, on this absolute beautiful Sunday evening. I'm actually returning from the hailed grounds of the 3M Open out in the great city of Blaine, Minnesota. So, oh, oh, you're out there. I thought they didn't have fans this year. You know, I might have snuck in a TV tower or two, so. Oh, very did, nice. Did you actually, or what What? What did you do? No, I did not. I was uh, actually having dinner at my sister's house, so. Oh, oh fuck you. Who won the tournament? Uh, a man named Michael Thompson. Oh, it's yeah. a good name. It's a good name. It sounds fake. Yes, it does. Uh, he hasn't won in seven years, so real, wow. real underdog story. So, Kyle, we bring you into this episode for a presentation of what's known as the Gorg Report, and the Gorg Report is going to give all the listeners at home a rundown of the state of the Minnesota golfers 
And of course, we're going to start with yours truly, Kyle Warglet Warglet. So how are you playing? How are you playing right now, Kyle? Where's the game at, Kyle? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it has been a big comeback year after a disappointing 2019 where I sat out most of the, most of the year with injury uh, via bird scooter. What? Bird? Oh, a bird scooter. Yeah, scooter scooter crash incident where my wrist was injured. But um, well, if you or a loved one has been affected by a bird scooter, I know an attorney. Just you know, <laughs> oh, we'll we'll uh, connect offline. And if but, you guys need parking equipment, we'll <laughs> <you know> <laughs> yes, it's been a good year. There's been a absolute um, plethora of rounds being played. Uh, shout out to a Wisconsin trip where we got to play whistling straights uh where we had gauge blackout for a few holes at one of the nicest courses in the usa he real, dialed it in late though he dialed it in late at mammoth though gotta give it to him real tough scene but uh yeah my game has been on a great trajectory until the most recent round uh have been firing the low 80s lots Ooh. of lots of green and regulations hit Dirt, love um i shot in Absolutely epic 52 42 last Sunday. Wow, so you love 42. that back nine. I love a back nine guy. Um, lots of wind on that front, but it has been good. Uh, yeah, the driver, you know, as long as I can keep it in play, we are in a good spot. Um, what's your low round on the year? Low round on the year is an 81. Ooh. Uh, and that was with. I think uh, six or seven three putts. So there was like seventy five in the bag that day. So everyone was seventy five is always in the bag. Yeah, but eighty one is actually on the top, so. But then I hooked my slice. What about That's TJ's fine. game? How's TJ playing? TJ Fisher. Um, it has been a great pleasure to finally get him out on the golf course a little more than usual. Um, considering I have no one to play with uh, up here in Minnesota, TJ is. You know, he's playing his game. He's hitting his four hybrid about 270 off the tee. Sounds about right. Pretty demoralizing when he outdrives me with that with my driver, but, you know, we'll get over it. <laughs> ben, the Ben Ross diet plan has got me hitting the driver shorter and shorter these days. Well, I guess that's a little bit of an RCL spoiler. We we're going to wait till rudder, but apparently Cal Wargulet is down about 25 pounds from rudder 2019. Is that Holy true? Holy shit, Kyle. Oh, I think it's probably more than that, but yeah. Oh, what, are you, what are you weighing oh. in at? What are you weighing in at right now? One seventy-five is the oh, current that fighting is a weight. Lean gourd. That's a lean gourd. I uh, I'm thinking about going on the big boy DeChambeau diet though, and putting on a few oh. to get get some yardage back. Yeah, so that's, we'll see. That's good. Get down to one seventy-five and then just become a fat fuck again. That's always the good plan. <laughs> but back to TJ's game. TJ has been playing some good golf. I'm not gonna lie, being an opposing uh, team member. Little nervous about where his game's at compared to usual. Um, saw him chip in from about 100 yards two weeks ago. Ooh. He's keeping the hybrid in play. Um, he chipped in from his... 200? No, 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 100 yards, 100 yards, but still. Eagle? Eagle? It was, I think, to save a par. I think it was a interesting r- series of events, but I don't, I don't quite remember. Um, and yeah, he's been playing some good golf. He has an occasional blow up, but that's where his, you know, his partner Yo Ramon can pick him up and uh, keep him on track. So okay, and tell us about Gage's game. Where's Gage's game at right you now? Well, Gage Schaefer probably plays more golf than some of the PGA Tour guys. I'll tell you that. 
Um, I think he's averaging around 5.5 rounds a week. Wow. He's so cut. Mr. Schaefer. Um, he's you know, so, pays to so be a medical device sales right now because he can't go into hospitals. He's just making deals on the course. Um, Gage, if I describe him in one, you know, sentence of golf, it's just chicks dig the long ball. Okay. This guy hits it 320 <laughs> on half his drives. It is insane. That's sick. But how is he scoring? He is shooting the low 80s right there with oh, him. Boy. So he is a force to be reckoned with as well. I think everyone on this podcast wants to fuck Gage right now. And listen. Gage, Rudder's hottest? Maybe, maybe not. Next episode. But for now, yeah, Lord. That's, that's definitely a crown he could take for sure. And listen, if you're if you're if you get bored, check out the family tree. Check out the family tree. Comments. Uh, how, that's not bad. You don't need to edit that. Maybe out. a bleep. Maybe not. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, he is. He hits the long ball. He has an occasional <laughs> blow up. But uh, yeah, you know he's playing some good golf as well. So the Minnesota boys are boy. out on the course, shooting scores. All right, and Gordon, last two questions for you. Who is your rudder 2020 sleeper? Sleeper of 2020. Um, I know people, you know, people don't like to give this guy any credit. I am calling Jeff Rogers a sleeper wow. of 2020. Wow. Gross. That's disgusting. Wow. He here? apparently can hit a driver now. Oh, my God. And – he seems to be out on the course a lot, so I'm gonna. I I have high hopes for my man Jeff Rogers. Um, God, I cannot wait for him to roll up in a Troy Polamalu jersey this year at. Uh, the change of venues and see what he's looking like. He might be RCL's, or in fact, Rudder's most controversial player. Uh, Absolutely, so gotta love it. Shout out, Mad Dance. Shout out, Mad Dance. Well, and Kyle, we'll leave you with this. Who is the difference maker? Give me one player in Rudder Cup on Team USA and one player on Team Europe that's going to make a shot, and what shot is going to be? I think the difference maker comes down to Matt McParland. And wow. And play with Matt Wow. McPeasy needs to have a good rudder weekend for you to come home with a cup. And I think he's going to have a few great 100 and in shots that are going to score them some points and uh, secure a USA victory. Okay. I, I like that. And who's the difference maker on Team Europe? Team Euro, oh, they're so you know. I don't know. I don't know the the team that well. Team of Shadows well, for sure. Team yeah, of Shadows. I don't know our team that well either. <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Team Euro's host himself, Mitch Grant. Whoa, that's Mitch! If, in the flesh if, right here. If yeah. he can, if he can yeah. supplement Nick Crutchy's game, yeah, um, that's gonna be a a team that can really steal probably every point off the board for their matchups. And that's going to be a big difference maker for, for team Euro, I think. So, yeah, I appreciate that, but I, uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying guys. Well, Kyle, I, I already, I already saw myself in my dreams bleeding my first shot. off. The <laughs> uh, 
I can't get this out of my head. It's gonna happen. Well, well of course, everyone should have. Dude, know, there's no, club. There's a clubhouse no that I see in my dreams, and I'm just gonna be like, oh fuck. There's no bad memories here. Fresh slate, so you know. So, who's gonna be the first team to win at Grand Geneva? Listen, I'd be a fool not to save my own. I'm gonna go with Team USA. I'm I'm confident in Eric Dinkles. He's got to say his. Got to say it, Kyle. Love it. Love it, respect it, appreciate yeah. it. Kyle, Kyle, one one last question for you. We're going to have it written down. What do you think about the venue change? I am ecstatic to play some new yeah. courses. Yeah. The change of venue is going to be great. You know, selfishly, it's a, it's a, it hurts Team USA because we can't just walk on them. But, oh, but, sucks. but I am excited to play some new courses. These places look legit. It's going to be a battle. I look forward to just competing with yeah. my fellow friends. And uh, shout no. out, shout out to our sponsor, Geneva National. Uh, they don't know we left yet, but they sponsored the podcast for this week. Thank you, Geneva National. Appreciate your listenership. The audience really appreciates you. That is that is very nice of them. We we do appreciate it. All right, well, Kyle, we appreciate your time. Thank you for calling into RCL episode two, Rudder Cup Live. Of course, thanks, Kyle. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Good luck at home. And Kyle, love you as always. We'll see you in a couple weeks. See you boys soon. Ciao. Moving on. Moving on. I want to talk about uh, something that's been on the topic of all the listeners' mind this week, and that's the Whoop band. I know a lot of people think that Whoop is something that you can just, you know, figure out on your own, go to bed, work out. Yeah. You know, maybe you have an Apple Watch and it might tell you your heart rate, but that's yeah. not that's not even remotely true. It's not remotely true. The Whoop will tell you when you need to sleep, when you need to eat, and pretty much everything in between. It so, doesn't tell you when you need to eat. Well, you need to upgrade your Whoop because I'm getting eat, I'm getting eat apps, uh, eat notice. So that being said, shout out Whoop, one of our favorite sponsors, slightly ahead of Geneva National. Also, uh, shout out Team Hardbody on Whoop. Uh, we got Andrew Kalis joining. Uh, Mike Mianza just joined. There's some guy named Troy Butler. I don't know, but Jer Jer's also Jeremiah's, a member. Jeremiah's a big whoop guy. Uh, yeah. And we're, we're what whooping. were you whoops from last night, Mike? Uh, I got four hours of sleep. It was a late night. Shout out to the Miller wedding uh, party. Kept me up late. Had a couple people over late, and uh, yeah, I got four hours of sleep. So the whoop. Is in recovery mode. Moving on. Uh, I heard a rumor today that Mitch actually outdrove Lindner. I did. It's not a rumor. So, kind of wanted the rundown on that. Well, <clears throat> out of the 120 shots that I shot today, I think one stands out to me personally. And it was, uh, I believe it was the seventh tee um, into the wind, slightly uphill at the end of the fairway there. And uh, I just blasted one about two, 271, 272, right up the middle, split two trees, um, got up to my ball. You know, usually you get up to your ball, you're ready to hit. And I look back and Matt was approaching his ball. So I had to step away, give him kind of clearance. Uh, and I followed that drive up with a beautiful topped uh, uh, hybrid club that went about 110 yards. And then I pushed it out right under a tree, went up the hill, down back, and I made bogey. So I'm gonna assume Matt hit four iron off the tee there, but no, he was driver. It was his big red driver. Big red can fucking fly. Yeah, well, not that whole, but yeah. Well, Matt, this was also I was this is like close to the turn, so I was looking at 
Okay, I got seven, eight, nine left. Uh, I'm going to re-up on Michelob Ultras. And shout out Michelob Ultra. Not a sponsor, but trying to be a sponsor. They're, we're getting calls. All right. People are saying. Speaking of the turn, I want to bring something up. And I want the listeners at home oh, to give right me their win. Too. The hot dogs hot in dogs. 2020. Hot dogs. They've been stellar across the board. I have not had a bad hot dog at a course this entire season. No. Uh, today I played the Oak Brook Golf Club. Got two hot dogs. And not only was it a... Full bun, full dog. You got two full dogs? Topic. I oh. thought that was for multiple. Oh, no, no, no. Those were my dogs. I did um, one right before 10, and then the... Shout out, Whoop. Shout out, Whoop. And then the rest uh, over the next five or six holes. Yeah. But really, it comes down to the fact Wait, that... Wait, you had a hot dog sit for a few holes? You didn't just eat both of them? No, I, had a, I could not stomach two hot dogs before one tee shot. I put one down, worked on the rest. And uh, like I said, you know, by the way, if I didn't mention this earlier in Rudder, I'm not sure... Fired a 48 on the front today, 40 on the back. I had two birdies in the back nine. It was pretty electric. You mentioned it. Uh, so, yeah, 40 on the back, pretty pure. Uh, Nick Brennan, Ralph, I know you're listening at home. I know you're nervous. You play us in the back. Nick Kretzi, Mitch, I know you're right here playing us in the front. So I guess the key is going to be me getting a hot dog on the first nine. Well, that's interesting because I was going back to the point where on the seventh tee, all I could think about was the hot dog at the turn. Mm. So I mm. think naturally I tricked my blood sugar levels to go up. Um, I got in a better mood. I was just happier. Whenever I think about you know food, especially hot dogs, I just really want to get you know get to there. So I think I was just pl- trying to play a little quicker. Maybe found my swing. Uh, I think my body was like, hey, let's let's get home in four, you know, and let's get up there and get a dog. Well, you know that leads to a good segue because speaking of the turn at Lost Marsh, they've got that little halfway house. It's like the eighth hole. I got a Polish from there a couple days ago mm, and a couple Polish. days before that. And Polish or dicey? That Polish was phenomenal. Really? Oh, my God. Of course Polishes are dicey. Oh, I mean. Was it a roller? Like a roller Polish? Or like how did they It was a roller pole. Roller pole. Oh, and uh, it was great. Felt good in the stomach the rest of the round. What do you put on your Polish? On my Polish, I go mustard kraut. Okay. Um, on the hot dog, I go everything. Okay, I have another segment. Is Jeff Rogers an Oscar Mayer hot dog guy? Jeff Ryers is a hot topic. Uh, Jeff Rogers is a hot topic Ryers. of We're RCL. Drinking. We're drinking. But he's probably an Oscar Mayer guy. Vienna beef probably is a little too expensive. Um, but, you know. Sorry, I'm getting a whoop notification. I need at least seven and a half hours of sleep. We'll see if it happens. Whoop. We'll see if it happens. Uh, but Jeff Rogers, you know, he's a Vienna beef guy at heart, but in reality, he's probably an Oscar Mayer guy. Last segment of hot dogs. Are the mini things, you know, like the little smokies you put in like crescent rolls? Uh, did I say crescent? Croissant? Or what the fuck? I don't know. But the little rolls like Christmas or something like that? Are those hot dogs? Are they like little sausages? They're, like corn, little... they're corn, mini corn wieners. Mini corn wieners. Mini corn wieners. Well, then I have another question. Like, are, are corn dogs hot dogs? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's probably a top tier hot dog, but in reality, if we're talking about hot dogs, hot dogs, it's probably it's a whole. It's probably a whole other podcast. Shout out yeah. Kovacs. Shout out Kovacs. Ketchup Hardos is the name of that podcast. A listenership will start up once it starts streaming, but Ketchup Hardos isn't there yet. But I think ketchup. Go, you can put ketchup on a hot dog, right? Like, who gives a fuck? You're eating it. I mean, if you like it, dice it. You want ketchup? Put some ketchup on there. Yeah, I like the ketchup with a little smokies. But anyways, 
You know, you know what I'm talking about? Little Smokies? No. Oh, dude. That's why I'm so fat. Um, what's the next topic here? Because we've been talking. Oh, your eagle. Oh, so you Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, the topic on the board here is MTC Eagle. Tuesday afternoon, played with uh, Ben Ross. Or I guess it was Twilight, rather. But Ben Ross hit a lovely birdie. And the following hole was about a 275 Lost Marsh. Uh, 275 par four, uh, drove a greenside, chipped in for Eagle, first Eagle since seventh grade. I also saw an Eagle days before from Matt Lindner, and then, you know, it's just a lot of Eagles in a week, so shout out to the Eagles. Uh, McNabb was one of my favorites, but, you know. I like Deshaun. Deshaun. Oh, actually, all right, good topic. Hot, hot topic. Some members of Team Europe don't believe Deshaun Jackson can bench press 225 pounds. I don't think so. One time. I don't think so. All right, what's the logic? Actually, you know what? I think the logic is, like, he's just, like, a smaller guy. Like, has he really ever tried to bench? Like, he's a wide receiver. Like, have you looked at him? Has he ever tried to build any upper body mass? I know, but he's also a pro athlete. Yeah, but so is fucking Kevin Durant, and he couldn't do that. I know, but that's basketball. This guy's in the NFL. Kevin Durant's got a lot of size on him. Kevin Durant should be able to put up. Way harder to bench. More weight when you're, you're right. seven feet tall That's versus five that was eight. A dumb. Also, update little smokies are hot dogs. No, they're not. They're cocktail smoked sausages. There you go. Fuck. You heard it here, Rudder. Educating, educating the people. So, we're going to give a shout out to Gorg and Sean Fagan tonight. Really appreciate them coming and contributing. Uh, Kyle was our much needed correspondent up north, gave us the rundown of the Gorg report. Uh, a lot of people want it, a lot of people can't afford it. And, uh, you know, Sean Fagan. I believe your scores. Mitch does not. There's yeah. some discrepancy. Well, I just don't know why you'd lie to two separate groups of people. But we'll get into that. Um, also, giving yourself uh, pars on holes you didn't play is just incredibly generous. But we'll get into that a little bit deeper. Last thing I want to do before we jump into the interview. Um, kind of surprised topic just came to the top of my head. Top five excuses going into a golf round when you know you're going to play poorly. So, like, what are your top five? Like, when you pull up to the course and you're just not there, you know, and you're like, I'm going to fucking fire, you know, 95, 100-plus. Uh, what All are right. your top five excuses that you go with? Do you go – do you drop them mid-round? Do you say it before or do you drop it after? Because I feel like after is kind of a cop-out. So, I'm, I'm just going to tell it straight up, and maybe it's just because of who I am, but I would be lying if I told you that – when I pull up to the golf course, I'm nervous. When I pull up to the first tee, I think I'm breaking 80 every time. Now that being yeah. said, have I ever broken 80? No. No. But my number one excuse is always, oh, I'm hungover. Yeah. Hungover. hungover. It's tough. Okay. It's hot. All right. So hungover is number one. That's yours. Excuse number time. two is, oh, I hate this course. Yeah. I hate this course, man. Water's like, edge. Like Water's edge, dude. There's these... We're talking brute and highlands. Like, we're going to, like, get out there and, like, there's a fucking difference. Oh, and Mark, Mark and Dangle. Oh, McPeasy, the greens are a little better. Oh, McFarlane, I bought a dog. That's like Obama. Shout out to Shout our out third Obama. sponsor, Favre Dankle. Yeah. Favre Dankle is Favre just... Dankle. And Barack Did Obama sponsor us or no? The Obama Foundation? Uh, we haven't cleared the red tape yet, but yeah. it's probably for episode three. So we've got the, the course hangover, the course hate... Third best excuse is, dude, I slept in my contacts. Oh, that's a good one for me. I don't have that, so that's I, a good one. I love to say, oh man, 
I thought those greens were breaking the other way. I didn't see it. Fourth excuse, probably. I can't believe I have to be McParlin's partner again. I would love to change it up and be with yeah, somebody else. That's good. And the fifth excuse, Mitch. Drink too much. For a good clarification, that's a good point, Mitch. You're not hungover, but it's like after eight holes, you're like, oh. Uh, I got to take the foot off the Those gas. ten white claws in the first five holes really doing their damage right okay. now. And uh, I'm just not going to be able to roll these putts. So I play for Team Europe. Sergio, sub in. Okay. Uh, my top five excuses for bad round. Uh, number one is plantar fasciitis. Oh, bad foot. I, I don't know what it is. Is it bad feet? Plantar fasci. Is that bad feet? Pain in the bottom of the foot. Yeah, I just hear people use it a lot when they say they have a bad round. So I started using it. I have good feet, good arches. Number two of why I've played a bad round is it, it's bigger, but it's a sun. Like, I'm always like, oh, fuck, the sun's getting me right now. I pulled that today, like, on 12 or 13. Uh, hit a couple good drives and just ducked one. I was like, fuck, the sun's getting to me. You know? Like, I always love blaming the sun. Um, third reason why I'm having a bad round is... Uh, I don't want to say hungover, but you, you put, like, a chew or, like, you smoke a cigar or something like that, like, too too early in the round, you know? And you kind of get the kind of get the spins after you're hungover. That's awful. Uh, number four reasons I have a bad round: bad hot dog on the course. So it goes back. Have to you me, had bad hot dog in 2020? Not this year. So I haven't been able to pull that excuse out. But I think that, that like I've used that. To, I was like, oh, dude, that was a shitty hot dog from the car curl. You know. So you have to drop that. And number five is uh, actually we ran into this at Thunderhawk. Is bad beer selection. They only had like IPAs and like MGDs and I think like uh, like Blue Moons, like Blue Moon Tall Boys or something like that. And it's just it's hard to get into a round when you're drinking a heavy beer, you know. If not nearly impossible. Well, how do you not have like Miller Lite, Coors Light, Bud Light at the minimum, right? Like, how do you not have those at the minimum? So I think I mean, those are those are, and I always and that's that's like an early excuse if I go into a golf course and I don't see a beer that I want and it's not one of those three. Then I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm going to play like shit. Like, I'm going to play so bad because I don't have the beers that I want. So uh, those those would probably be I, – I still – so what is plantar fasciitis? Do we have a doctor in River? Um, a podiatrist, right? Is that is, – Shout out to Andrew Kalis. You're, you're not here tonight, but you are – you're a famous well, ben pedia podiatrist. Yeah. Podi- wait, podiatrists are feet, right? Marissa? Oh, fuck, someone Google this. Uh, yes, we're going to say yes. Podiatrists, a pediatrician is a kid doctor and yeah. a podiatrist is a foot doctor. So if you're a pedi-podiatrist, you're a kid's foot doctor. Oh, that's Kalis to a T. Kalis is a foot, kid's foot doctor. Yeah. Uh, shout out so to all the kid's foot doctors <laughs> in America. All right, America. Thank you very much for tuning in to RCL episode two, the USA episode. We hope you all stay safe. We hope you all whoop for the next week. Keep your data. It's going to let you know if you're recovering or not. And uh, next week coming in, we are going to be doing the Europe episode. Get some European takes. Uh, Also, shout out to Geneva National. Uh, Great, great course. Our sponsor, Geneva National. National. Yes. Thank you so much for the last five years. You didn't give us a discount. Anyways, actually, McParland emailed you and we paid more that year. So that's probably fair. 
And uh, Grand Geneva, we'll see what you got. And in the meantime, we appreciate all the love. And for the... Oh, we didn't didn't report this earlier, but episode one had 47 listeners. 47 Uh, unique listeners. Yeah, that doesn't mean how many different people... Or how many total listens, because I know I listened to it once or twice, maybe. But we had 47 listeners, episode one. Keep it up. Love the fans. Talk to you guys soon. Go low. RCL episode two. Out.